We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Well, it was a star-studded lineup on Wednesday at One Winning Drive for week one of the player press conferences, Bobby. No kidding. You had John Harbaugh, Lamar Jackson, and Odell Beckham Jr. all hit the podium. And Sarah, OBJ gave his QB1 the ultimate compliment. I'm Sarah Ellison alongside Bobby Trossett. It is Thursday, September 7th, and this is your morning Ravens update from Inside the Vault. Presented by this month's Patreon title sponsor, Sharu Hashmi. So, Sarah, the first official injury report was released on Wednesday, and it welcomed some optimism for both Tyler Huntley and Rashad Bateman, but also had some people raising their eyebrows about one Ronnie Stanley. Plus, the Ravens freed up a significant amount of cap space, entering the season by restructuring Marlon Humphrey's contract. More on Marlowe later on as well. Yeah, we got all that and more coming up. So thanks for waking up with the Morning Vault as always, where you get the most important Ravens news and our opinions in about 30 minutes. So like we mentioned, lots of player press conference sound to get through in this episode, Sarah, and it's a packed one. We're going to begin with one OBJ who, let's be honest, and this is kind of paraphrasing what he said throughout his press conferences. He's never played with a dynamic quarterback like Lamar Jackson from a skill set standpoint. But maybe he's yet to play with a guy who even leads like Lamar, which, look, he's not a Ray Lewis type. He's not boisterous. He's not loud. He's not outspoken. But that doesn't mean that behind the scenes, he's not impactful. Uh, I just think you, anybody who has those traits is, is one who's followed. And, you know, we all follow eight. Um, we go as he goes. So um, every quarterback anybody's had is, is probably different. And he's definitely different than uh, any other quarterback I've had. But it, it's the leadership comes from, you know, the smile on his face, the confidence he puts you know, within us as far as making a throw, whether the coverage is tight coverage or whether, you know, you're wide open, it's, it's, it's a connection that you have. And um, he gives me the confidence to go out there and know that, you know, you do what you got to do and get open, I'm going to throw you the ball. And if you didn't get open, I'll throw you the ball anyway, make the play, you know. So um, I don't know the exact traits, but it's just, you know, it, 
he's a leader and we follow him so yeah so i you know that the question was is what kind of traits does he have and he's like it's hard it's hard to put the finger on it right but it's like you said quote we all follow eight we go as he goes and there is something like i feel the same way when he goes the leadership comes from the smile on his face how many times have we all listened to lamar and he's got that smile he he doesn't you know he just he does he's just always so happy it seems like not like there's like an annoying happy and there's there's just like this joyful you can't contain happy it's like the happy when he gets hit on the field and he's laughing <laughs> like that's like that's lamar and then he says he's a leader and we follow him to me bobby yeah that is the ultimate compliment when when a grown man has enough respect for you that he says i'm gonna follow you there is no better there is no more respect that i'm i'm going to follow your lead it, it's just as um it, it's great to hear how much chemistry those two already have and um here's the crazy thing obj he was doling out compliments today you know he's making you know lamar feel good but the the reporters had the follow-up remember we did the uh we had his quote from the rich eisen show and he said that, that he told john harbaugh that he ran a world-class operation. And so the reporters followed up with that and was like, well, what is it? Why do you think that this is a world-class organization? It's, it's just world-class. Uh, I could see it from the way meetings go and, and the, um, the things that we focus on and you know the little things that are actually important in the game that you don't really like harp on and, and give much detail to. Like, he goes over that. Um, and then you see it come up in the game and you just know exactly why he's doing it. So it's that, it's, it's the way that they uh, run things around here, practice, the weight room, training room. It's just, it's just world class. You know, I was kind of blown away by coming here. You never know what to expect anywhere you go. Um, and it's just been great. It's been a great fit. Uh, doing my, my best that I can to be the very best me that I could possibly be for the guys around me, for myself um, and for this team. So what I found to be most entertaining about the aftermath of this, and it was actually, in terms of chronological, Harbs went first during the press conference. <laughs> yeah. But look at how giddy, look at how giddy John is when he's asked about those comments. You know, I, it'd be a lie to say it doesn't mean something, right? I mean, it means something because there's a guy that, you know, he's been around, he knows what he's talking about, you know, and have so much respect for him. The thing that you respect when it comes from somebody that works so hard every day at his craft. But, yeah, it was meaningful. It was, it was appreciated, but... Uh, yeah, we're not fishing for compliments. <laughs> I like that. Mark Viviano from WJZ, credit that for for the follow-up there. But uh, Sarah, at the end there, he's kind of searching for, for words, right? And, but he's <laughs> smiling. He's grinning ear to ear. And how could you not? I mean, Odell is easily the most followed player. We've, we've talked about this a lot. Just the brand, the icon that is Odell. The guy is a, a household name. And he's going on a national show like Rich Eisen, one of the most popular within the NFL community, and talking up you and talking up what you've done for nearly two decades. It'll probably end up being two decades plus when it's all said and done in Baltimore for Harbs. So how could you not be giddy about it? It's got to feel so good for him. It, this is John Harbaugh's life. He puts everything into this. And as a coach, I liken it to be being a parent. Like I'm constantly trying to build up my kids. And when one of them actually turns around and says, thank you, mom, or, you know, is like complimentary of like 
something you did that day, it just is like, it takes you aback because all you're worried about is building them up. And so to have a veteran like that turn around and say that to Harbs, I couldn't even tell. Maybe he got a little red in the face. I don't know that he's used to getting, you know, compliments from his players all the time like that. So for me, I agree with you. It was a happy moment to hear him uh, kind of react to that. So, um, so those were kind of the compliments, okay, that OBJ was doling out today. He was making people feel good. Uh, and then we can kind of get into this section of where, like, how are people feeling, okay? <clears throat> Obviously, with Lamar. It's been a minute since he's played. And uh, he always plays well week one. Uh, they asked him why he does, and he's like, I don't, I don't know. He's like, maybe just because I miss it so much because I love football. But uh, I like how honest he was about how he's feeling heading into um week one uh, i'll say i'm a little bit anxious um but you know coach uh, coach harbaugh said to me you know don't peak too soon so i'm trying not to peak too soon i was lifting earlier uh with coach scott and i was telling him like i feel like i'm ready like because i was running around and walked through earlier too so i'm just pumped to be honest i'm pumped why i can't wait think, to get out there why do you think you're a little more anxious i haven't played since december like november one of them <laughs> it's a long time <laughs> That's a long time. That's a long time. So I'm just, I'm just pumped. I'm ready to get out there on the field. December 4th, if I'm not mistaken. It's been a long time. It's been a long, long time, especially when you add in the uncertainty of this offseason, or at least a, a chunk of you know, the percentage of this offseason and the earlier parts for Lamar. So I made a video about that 30-second clip right there on my personal channel earlier today because I just thought that was compelling. I mean, the guy's going into year six got a contract extension he's going to be here for the next five years at the very least and, and he's anxious he's anxious to get going and i think the, the the way i spun that was what we talked about earlier this week he's been so dominant on kickoff weekend so dominant week one that that that's now going to start to generate adrenaline and and, and just Honestly, sheer excitement for this fan base that's going to fill the bank, 60,000 plus, right? Or is it around 70,000? I can't remember what the capacity is for the bank. But that's that's what's going to fill the seats come Sunday at 1 o'clock. Yeah, and, and you know, he kind of went, went on to say that, um, like, somebody had asked, like, do you feel like this is the time where you can finally prove your doubters wrong about, you know, you because you now have a new offensive coordinator that's going to highlight the passing game more. Even John Harbaugh finally admitted, he's like, yeah, if you look at the makeup of the team, yeah, you can assume that we're going to throw the ball more. Um, and, and so the reporter's like, do you feel like you're going to finally be able to prove all them wrong? And because you can now showcase your arm. And he's like, he's like, I do believe I will, but there's always going to be doubters. Like, he knows that there's going to be doubters no matter what. And so he said, it's all about proving yourself right and not everyone else. So he's just going to go out there and, and do what he does. So even though, though Lamar's feeling anxious, Bobby, if you ask John Harbaugh, uh, he's ready. Yeah, I mean, Lamar's his own man. You know, Lamar, Lamar's a confident guy, and he's confident because another, he's another guy that works so hard at it. I mean, Lamar has put everything into it. He's been out here. He's been studying day and night. Uh, he's, been, he's been working He's been working on, on all of his fundamentals, and uh, and he's ready to go. And he's ready, to, like we said last week, he's ready to, to be on point with everything he does. So I think Todd and he are, they get along great. You know, they've got to be like that. They are like that. They talk a lot, and uh, we'll see what happens. And not, it's not just one game either. You know, we're going to talking about a whole season in front of us. Similar 
it's right. I mean, that essentially echoed what we heard from Eric DaCosta last Friday as well. His observations and vantage point from, you know, looking at Lamar Jackson shifting or continuing on with, you know, where everybody's feeling. I definitely didn't expect to hear Odell kind of feel also along the lines of giddiness. I know he's been anticipating this and there were a lot of dark moments over the last couple of years since, you know, that, you know, the, the post torn ACL and missing all of last year and being away from the game for the first extended time in his career. But again, a giddiness. It was sort of the takeaway from a lot of these different press conferences. I don't really know if there's going to be much that needs to be said. Maybe I need to give him a little bump, get him hype, or tell him to calm down. Either way, you know, I'm, I don't know how much advice I can give him because I'm going to be right there with him. You know, as far as excitement, it's, I feel like this is my first game. So the background to that, sorry, there's, there was two different quotes, sound bites, so maybe we grabbed the wrong one, but they're, they're, they're on the same topic. It's been, ESPN did the research, Jameson Hensley, it's been 574 days since Odell Beckham Jr. has played in the game. Um, so they were asking him, hey, do you have advice for the rookies A. Flowers? This is, you know, his, his, uh, his first NFL game. Can, what, what, what can you tell him to kind of calm his nerves? And then that was the response. He's like, I don't know what I could tell him. I can bump him, tell him to calm down. He goes, but to be honest... I can't give that advice because I'm going to have to settle myself down. <laughs> you know, it's like, this feels like this is my first game and talked about how he's been having like deja vu as if, you know, cause he's been gone for so long and he's come back and he's all these feelings are starting to resurface. And so it's like, you got Lamar who's saying he's anxious, not since played since December 4th, as you said, 574 days for OBJ. We've got, Zay Flowers, who's never played before. And so, like, this offense, these guys are going to come out and, like, they are going to want to, like, start the world on fire, but they've just got to control that fire to make sure it doesn't get away from them. What about Lamar on the wide receivers? Because this this generated a little bit of buzz, as your Twitter can attest to on Wednesday. Your, your daily or weekly transcribing, oh, you, do, you just never know where it's going to go. But in this Elon Musk world that we're living in, boy, you are raking in the impressions and view counts on some of these. And this one took off. Oh, uh, man, I feel like I had guys who, who was able to contribute to the team um, every year, you know. Um, but these, these guys, obviously, it's different. You know, everyone brings something different to the table. So it's different. I'll say that. It's different. That is my favorite quote, and I'm glad this one took off. That is my favorite quote of the day, and there were lots of good sound bites. But it's like, we're all aware, okay? We know that this is the best wide receiver group that Lamar Jackson has ever had. It, it almost doesn't even need to be said. But you are never, ever, ever going to get Lamar Jackson to throw one of his teammates under the bus. It's not going to happen. That is not who he is. And that is just, and here's the thing, you know, most people love that quote. I got a couple of people being like, oh, he's just being a politician. Great. Fine. What is it going to do for him? If he were to bash former teammates who he's got good relationships with, but your current teammates watch that. And even though right now, sure, it'd be nice to get that compliment to say, yeah, we're the best wide receiving core that he's ever had. But it's like you get more respect because it's like, oh, okay, if something goes wrong, he's not going to bash me. And it goes back to OBJ saying that he's a leader. That type of stuff right there is why he's a leader. He 
He will never say, oh, my wide receiver dropped that. We could have won the ball, won the game. Oh, I had bad stats because my offensive line didn't, you know, cover for me or, or a wide receiver. He will not do that. That's not the type of guy he is. He's never once slandered Greg Roman. We all know what's going on with the wide receivers. We all know what's going on with the change to Munkin. But you will not catch Lamar Jackson, put any of his coworkers under the bus. And I, I just love that about him. But I will say, he still got his point across. Because he, he did. He, he flashed that grin. He wouldn't say, yeah, this is the best ever. But then he like flashes that grin and he's like, uh, yeah, but it's different. Uh, it's, it's different. So we got the point across without bashing anybody. Tell you what, we know this too. We can relate to being in front of a microphone and having to be so careful and, and pointed with your words. It's easier said than done. It's easy to slight people these days, especially in, in, you know, with how sensitive some folks are in the year that is 2023. But for Lamar, he's, he's so careful with his word choice. And how often is he baited, right? Or, or you know, oh. the attempts to bait him. Those happen very often. Very often throughout his career. Just think about during the contract extension talks and all that. So knowing that and knowing what sometimes reporters' goals are and objectives are, and yet he still holds true to that commitment to respect, friendship, loyalty, brotherhood, that just puts it on a whole new level for me. And speaking of selflessness, I thought that Odell has really come across and showcased his selflessness in, in different media conferences, not just on Wednesday, but throughout so far his time as a Raven. And I thought it really shined through when being asked about Rashad Bateman. I give him all the wisdom in the, <laughs> I, I talk to him though. Um, and anytime he needs to talk about anything, um, you know, I never like to put, you know, people's business out as far as that, that goes, but there's definitely been those conversations about how do you keep your mind right and all those things. And um, each person's experience is their own. Um, so what I've gone through is never what the next person has gone through, even if we had the exact same injury. You know, it's, it's a different experience, different things that go on in our life, different family styles, different lives, you know, all of those things. But I just try and encourage him to, you know, if he ever needs help with anything, um, there's going to be days where I need him. There's going to be days where he needs me. And that's just a, like I said, that's a mentality we, we have in this room. So um, I'm always there for him, just trying to encourage him that he's capable of doing anything that he wants to do. And just to see him back out there, um, I know that he's excited. It, it, it's been a little rough journey for him, too. So I just try and give him whatever words that I can. That's cool. He, I mean, that's awesome that he's there for, for Bateman. He's, he's accepted this role as a veteran mentor with open arms. Uh, he's done it for Bateman. He's doing it for Zay. Um, then he also was asked the same question that Lamar was asked. Uh, how does this wide receiver group compare to past ones that you've been a part? And like Lamar, he wasn't taking the bait. I don't want to look back to other groups, um, but I'll just focus on this group specifically. I don't want to compare or do any of that because I play with a lot of great guys. But um, I look around and, you know, Rashad Bateman was a uh, first round. Nelly was a first round. I was a first round. Zay was a first round. Um, and even the other guys that we have in there, uh, Tread was the first round, you know, uh, Duve, Ty, even, um, you know, Young Shiz. Like, we've got a bunch of guys who can make plays. Uh, so we have a pretty selfless demeanor in that room. And we know whoever's in has got to be the one to make plays. And they need to come out. Whoever's coming in is going to make plays. Like, that's the mentality we carry in that room. 
uh, is we're, we're going to make plays. Uh, so I'm just excited to be a part of this. Um, this is, you know, the best group I've played with right now in this moment. <laughs> <laughs> Who the heck is Young Shiz? I have no idea. We're going to have to look into that. We're going to have to look into that. Uh, uh, but here, I found this hilarious, Bobby. So um, the, the media went into the locker room afterwards, and they did some more interviews with guys in the locker room. Uh, Ryan Mink, uh, this is his Twitter. He went and talked to uh, Bateman, and uh, he asked Bateman if there's any competition among the wide receivers to put up numbers. First of all, just to go back, it, it does seem like these guys all love each other. Like, I can't imagine, like, I can't imagine Zay getting up at, upset at OBJ or vice versa. You know, like, like I, I see these guys celebrating each other. Now, would they all want the ball more? Sure. But would they get mad at each other? I don't think so. So anyway, Ryan Mink, this tweet on Bateman talking about whether there's going to be a competition for who puts up the best numbers. Bateman says, not yet, but it will definitely come because all of us are competitors. At some point in the year, it'll come, close quote. Yeah. Then another one of the big um, questions of the day was who's going to break out. They even asked OBJ, and OBJ was like, oh, my gosh, I have no idea. Like any one of us wide receivers could bust out, which is what we discussed in yesterday's vault. It was just like uh, we could have picked any one of four players to lead to predict that they would lead the team in receiving yards. So anyway, media were going around everywhere asking guys, Jonah Schaefer, he gets John Simpson, the new starting left guard. John Simpson goes on the whole team. I'll, 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 uh, I'll um, translate into non-curse words. He says on the whole team, shoot, dang, we've got a lot of talented guys. It's going to be hard to take one person. Lamar, for sure. You've got Zay Flowers, expletive. You've got Odell, expletive. One of them three, all three of them are going to have a good season, but one of the three is going to have a crazy season. I just love that love from John That's Simpson. great analysis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, that's hilarious. By the way, young shiz, thanks to the Ravens transcripts, is Sean Ryan. Oh, shiz, okay. There we former go. Former Rutgers wide receiver who spent some time with the Ravens earlier this uh, this summer. So that is young shiz. <laughs> I was like, who is that? But Glad let's keep moving here. Glad you yeah, found first, it. Seriously, I was like, well, let me just Google this to see if it comes up. And it did. Gotta love that. So most of us can probably agree. It's just straight up more fun to be there for live Ravens football. And when you need tickets, Ticketmaster's got you covered. As the official resale ticket marketplace of the Ravens, Ticketmaster has a wide selection of fully verified resale tickets. Their interactive seat map gives you 360-degree previews of your section to make sure you have the best view of those pivotal plays, and mobile tickets make getting in on game day a breeze. You can even customize your Ticketmaster app to rep your team's colors. Plus, if your plans change... Ticketmaster gives you more flexibility to sell or transfer your tickets. So do yourself a favor and find verified resale tickets today by visiting Ticketmaster.com forward slash Ravens. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data 
and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The first injury report, as you heard in the open, has been released by Team PR. And as you see here on the screen for our YouTube folks, it's designated by day and specific injuries. So we finally know what's going on with Mark Andrews. And he has a nagging quad setback. So he was limited on Wednesday. He did practice at least a portion of Wednesday, as John Harbaugh promised he would. But he was limited. Marlon Humphrey was the lone Raven not to practice. No surprise. Just a couple weeks removed from that foot surgery. So he was a DNP. And then Ronnie Stanley was limited with an ankle. I know you and I are both in agreement. We don't have any insight on this, but just based on the track record, based on his comfortability, his preference, you'd like to think that this is just a cautionary type of thing for him at this point in his career, given what he's endured. But we don't know that as fact, so we'll we'll just monitor it in the coming days. Yeah, I don't know it as fact, but for sure throughout training camp, um, and this extends into last year, the Ravens are letting Ronnie Stanley take the lead. And I think that all goes back to like, you know, he had surgery, he tried to rush back, and then he didn't feel right, and then he had a second surgery and basically lost uh, two seasons to that. And so they were like, all right, well... I never want to make anybody feel rushed. So, so you do it as you, as you want. So my guess is, is this is just him being like, no reason to like put any sort of pressure on this. Let's just stay limited. Uh, he's had veteran days off throughout training camp. So I don't, I don't think that there's a new injury um, at all there. Then uh, going back to Ryan Mink, who, who spoke with, with Rashad Bateman, um, Rashad Bateman was not on the injury report, not one single bit. This is another reason, Bobby, not to freak out when somebody's not playing in mandatory minicamp in May. Okay, this is another reason why like, people overreact about what's going on with voluntary stuff. It's, it's, it's bananas. The, we have so many more months left to go. The Ravens were correct. Rashad was correct to take it easy back in May because now here we are in September, week one, and this guy, Rashad Bateman, with a Liz Frank after coming off of that surgery, is not even on the injury report. He told Ryan Mink, quote, I'm definitely excited, meaning not to be on the injury report. It's been a long time coming. It's been a tough road. But we're back to square one. We're healthy. And I feel really good. My teammates have been up for me. The staff has been up for me. I think I'm in for a good year. We'll see, close quote. All right, so everybody take a mental note for that for next May. Right? It may not be Rashad, but another player. We're going to make sure we keep receipts on that because, yeah, there's no rush whatsoever in that type of situation. What about Marlon? Marlon made his case, made his presence known on Adafe Owe's Instagram story. And, yes, this dude gets more and more predictable by the day. Maybe quirky is the right word more so than just predictable, but it's quirky 
it's predictable, and it's Marlon Humphrey. Over there, over there, John. Ah, right on here. Ah, ah. Look at that boy. He be good too. Yeah. <laughs> My knee. See, but so, who cares about the quirkiness? He's showing off his foot, bro. Look at how he's like squatting down there and going for the audio listeners. He's getting out of what looks to be like a Tesla. That's a Tesla, right? With the with the doors coming open like that. Yeah. It's freaking sweet. It's got to be. Yeah, that thing was. Yeah was nice but to your point he is down low crouching so that looks like he's got some good dexterity there in the foot down low crouching and he got up easily he got down easily like he was like that's why i grabbed the clip is like look at this dude after surgery he's looking pretty good so um that's like the best injury report we could get on marlon right there he didn't even have to be uh you know we knew that he wasn't going to practice, but like that that makes you that makes you feel good that makes you feel like he's he's definitely getting close and then real quick, one other thing before we get to the, the money. So uh, Mark Andrews, as we know, he did return to practice. And um, he returned on the very day that it was his birthday. So Wednesday was Mark Andrews' birthday. Happy birthday, Mandrews. Hope it was a great one. Uh, of course, his old teammate, Hollywood Brown, put up an old video to say happy birthday. This is an older video when they were together in the locker room you can't hear it this is a, a story from 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 primetime jet you know hollywood brown and it he's it's where he has a bag of money inside but the money has mark andrews face all over the bills so it's fake money but uh it's fun to see mark when he's not so serious that is one of the most serious dudes on the team it feels like so happy birthday to mark andrews and there was definitely a shift in in his seriousness last year. I thought he's just been so locked in since yeah. being banged up like he was last year. So, speaking of Marlin, though, and speaking of the team's cap situation, the Ravens have reconstructed Marlon Humphrey's contract, creating seven and a half million in cap space. That's according to ESPN's Field Yates. We mentioned through. Brian McFarland's reporting that the Ravens were just over 2.1 million uh, over the cap. And that's why this move was necessary. It was expected. It wasn't a surprise. And so now Humphrey's restructure was accomplished essentially by converting 9.42 million of his 10 and a half million dollar base salary into a bonus. They also added a void year to the deal to reach the max proration of five years of the bonus. And then again, as reported, the restructure creates just over $7.5 million in cap space. So some nice flexibility there to enter the season for Eric DaCosta. Yeah, it was needed. They had to be under the cap by, I believe, midnight on Wednesday night. So that's why it was expected. Uh, if they needed more money, they could still get it in other places like Ronnie Stanley's contract or whatever. But that basically puts them a bit over $5 million going into the season for a slush fund for injuries or trades. Elsewhere... Joe Burrow, who the Ravens probably will end up seeing here in the first couple of weeks. He was asked about his health on Wednesday. And he was quoted for saying this, I'm ready to go. I'm expecting to play. And then as for the yet to be resolved contract, Burrow says that it's the last thing that I'm thinking about right now. But I've seen some other reports that that is imminent and it will break every previous record beforehand, which is what happens with these quarterback deals. That's just how the market goes. And we know that Joe is extremely worthy and he has earned 
the contract that he's ultimately going to get from Cincinnati. And who knows, maybe it happens before this upcoming week one for them. As for the Texans, and this was something that I spoke about on my channel on Wednesday with Jake Asman, who covers uh, Houston. He thought, and, and Houston Nation thought, that Titus Howard, one of their offensive tackles, one of their starters, was going to play with a club on his hand. Instead, he was designated for injured reserve on Wednesday, so he's going to be out for the first four games of the season. So all of a sudden, you know, Ravens pass rush going to have a chance to have a day because aside from Laramie Tunsil, more questions than answers on Houston's offensive line is what I've learned through some of my research here getting ready for the game. Yeah, and we had on John McClain, obviously, the uh, the uh, like all-time writer coming out of Houston, big-time NFL writer. He he was on our show Wednesday. He said the same thing. He thought he told us that that Howard would be playing with the club also. So I believe that makes it that they're down three starters along the offensive line. I know their center's down, and I feel like the guard is down too. So uh, Justin Matabike. Brand new left guard. What's that? They got a brand new left guard they just picked up a couple weeks ago. So I think he's just getting used to the system. There we go. What, what isn't Laramie Tunsil on the left side? Tunsil's left tackle. Oh, oh, my bad. When you said guard, I, I was looking at this this sign right here, and I was re I was reading tackle. So when you said that, I, I heard it. So I was like, I don't think they need a new left tackle. Uh, yeah. So left guard, brand new left guard. I believe they have like a six round pick out of like that at center, and now this at, at right tackle. I mean, listen. Let's go Adafi Owe. Let's go David Ajabo. Let's go Matabike. That entire defensive line. You should not let C.J. Stroud sniff any wide receiver, get the pressure on him, bottle up the running game, and just like completely snuff out any oxygen or life that they could tr even use as a spark to light a fire. And to your point a second ago, titled on YouTube, uh, Front and Center, he said, what? Houston Reporter previews Texans-Ravens. That is our official game preview that's now available. John McClain, uh, Texas Sports Hall of Famer, guy who has been covering the NFL for over 45 years, he said today. Longtime columnist for the Houston Chronicle, somebody who knows Houston sports inside and out. It was a really an honor to have him on today. So look forward to hopefully having you guys take a look at that episode. It's also 357 in the archives for you uh, for our audio only folks so you can go check that out before Sunday to just get smarter and more acquainted with the Houston Texans before kickstarting the regular season at one o'clock inside the bank on Sunday I wanted to finish with this before we shout out a couple of our patrons it's Alex Silberman who is a part of the Ravens flock Twitter community you can follow him at simply as 10 he's a buddy of mine mentored him a little bit. He's a little bit younger. I think he's still finishing up college. He's from the Baltimore area. Alex, Sarah, it's only a matter of time till he is playing on Sundays. And what I mean by that is filming on the sidelines Sundays. He does incredible work with video editing. He actually produced and put together my personal YouTube intro that I use here and there. And he's just so skilled, so talented. This Ravens hype video that you see here on the screen is making its rounds. At the time of the screenshot, it had over 30,000 views, and that's going to go and continue to go. And I hope the Ravens or another NFL team picks up what he's doing because uh, it's, it's pretty cool to watch, and I'm happy for Alex because 
he's getting a lot of love and he should. So good stuff there, Alex. You got everybody ready to run through a wall. As always, wanted to shout out and thank our returning patrons. They are supporting everything we do here inside the vault this month. So Greg McCarthy, Michelle Spate, thank you both for believing in what we're building here in Baltimore and beyond. If you guys are out there and you're interested in doing the same, maybe you're a small business owner, maybe you're somebody who just, I don't know, we've created habit out of you and you join us every single morning or during every single workout or during every single dog walk and you want to help us out and you want some incentive in there as well with a monthly shout out, go check out what we're offering, patreon.com forward slash Ravens vault podcast. All that information can be found in the show notes and partner before we jump later today. Again, this is going to be released on Thursday, the seventh. We will finally be able to share what we've been teasing for weeks, if not months at this point, a summer project has been finalized. We can't wait to announce what we've been working on and we can't wait to share uh, basically with you what we're super fired up about. It's going to be an extension and a special feature show we have coming up on the vault all season long. I, it's, I can't believe this is, I can't believe it's happening. Like I, I didn't, well, like when we first started going down this road, I tried to make it happen. We both were like, all right, we're not getting excited. We're not getting excited. We're not getting excited. All right. We're not getting, Oh, this might happen. All right. We're not getting excited. Oh, this, this looks like it might happen. Okay. We still can't get, you know what I mean? So no, it's official. It's official later today. We will be announcing it. And look out, turn on the notification bell. If you haven't subscribed yet, subscribe. Turn on the notification bell. Hit us up via email at baltimoreravensvault.gmail.com. Would love some reviews on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. We have not gotten a ton of reviews lately, probably just because it's been the off-season, summer, chilling, whatever. Would love uh, you know, a, a five-star review or whatever you think is you deem to be accurate based on your watching and listening habits and would love for you to take a minute or two to write a quick little paragraph or sentence or two based on how we're doing. We're always getting feedback. We love it. Constructive, positive, negative, wherever in the middle. It means a lot. And uh, we just wanted to say thank you. And as always, thanks for being with us inside the vault. For my co-host and partner, Sarah Ellison, I'm Bobby Trossett signing off and we will next talk to you later today. I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.